the Chinese year of the black milkshake. Welcome to the first Black Milkshake comedy podcast of September with me, Yorma Kirko, and him, Ray Mack. And it's Friday, brand new episode, Shakers, and we are only in one place, our local juicer and sponsor, James Joyce Irish Pub Istanbul. And as always, please find us on Grow Radio UK, home of the biggest selection of podcasts 24-7. Yes, and this week's show is fuller than Linda Lusardi's bra, with all the usual <laughs> malarkey and a couple of bonus snippets. Uh, you would have to upset my intro rant, Jimmy, <laughs> with our Linda Lusardi. One of the breasts, Jimmy. <laughs> right after, right after Marie Whitaker. If we're going at it tit for tat, pal. Uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> In the latest episode of Licky and Chronicles, a frustrated Norma, Jimmy, tries to get a man by going on reality TV. But will she put her foot in it again, talking politics? Which is almost certainly a yes. And in an exciting new feature, Morgan Freeman will be in discussing his favorite poem. Here he is. Hi, Shakers. This is Morgan Freeman. Ray and Yorma have asked me to say a few words to all the listeners in podcast land. To tell the truth, I'm a humble man and don't always know what to say, but I'd like to share some beautiful words that Stephen King once shared with me. This is my favorite poem... The words and the imagery speak for themselves, so if I may, there once was a man called O'Toole who found little red spots on his tool. His doctor was a cynic and said, get out of my clinic and wipe off that lipstick, you fool. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, back again on our show, Jimmy. The humblest of the humble, Jimmy. Yes, he is. He is, and he knows a good limerick when he sees one. <laughs> is it a limerick? His poem was ever so subtle the yeah, words and imagery Jimmy and <laughs> <laughs> stay with me forever pal <laughs> absolutely I, I just lo would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when um, <laughs> Stephen King told him that <laughs> anyway now uh, last week we played the song by the comedy duo Two Jews about what to do if you don't know whether you should ask for a donor or a shawarma and we've got a special guest on today who's going to tell us exactly what a shawarma is. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Aaron McAndrew, a chip off the old block, eh? Last week, my father and Uncle Jimmy were talking about shawarma, so why not provide them with some info? Basically, shawarma's dinner knockoff, which usually requires such ingredients like chicken or beef. But in order to make the shawarma, you need sage bread, spicy garlic, or normal garlic. Depends on your very opinion. Turnips, pickles, beef or chicken, and habanero or tahini sauce. After you finish the shawarma, you'll need to toast the two sides of the shawarma. And while wrapping the shawarma, it has to be nice and tight. If it's not tight, it's not right. What can I say, Jimmy? <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> it was only after uh, last week's show, Jimmy, seriously, that uh, Aaron mentioned it to me. He says, come on, daddy. He doesn't say daddy, daddy. He says, you don't know what a shawarma was. And I says, I kind of let the team down, didn't I? 
<laughs> he says, let me get on to Uncle Jimster immediately and break it down. Fair play, good skills, Jimmy. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah, I had to laugh, actually, when um, I got the, the email off him straight away and with that voice as well. No, he did really well there. And he's yeah. pretty much right as well. I did a bit of uh, Googling of it. And döner, of course, is the, is the Turkish word for turning. And, of course, uh, gyros in Greek also means turning as well, like to gyrate. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I still couldn't work out where this word shawarma came from or where all of these things did. And now it would appear that uh, Döner's, uh, it was an Ottoman Empire food. So that's the, um, the empire that was based in Turkey and ruled much of the mm. Middle East, North Africa and Greece as well. And they took that food all over. So Aaron is right um, about that one. But the word shawarma, and it was only yesterday I was walking past one of those rotisserie chicken things um, just just near me, and I saw the word chewirme. And chewirme, it's a chewirme pillage, which means rotisserie chicken. And that chewirme, I found out, the Arabs couldn't pronounce it, and chewirme became shawarma. Wow. Yeah, and we have an Egyptian friend, I'm sure, who will tell us that they originated in Egypt, but uh, sorry, they didn't. Um, okay, <laughs> so th- th- there we are. I bet you didn't know that, right, did you? Yeah, what all and I Nor know did I it. until yesterday. Uh, like Aaron said, if it's not toit, it's <laughs> not Roy. <laughs> I'm really oh. proud of that. I know, that was brilliant. I laughed my head off when I heard that bit. Let's go over and do true or false, Jimmy. Let's do it. Celebrity. Question number one, Jimster. True. <laughs> Slow down, pal. I've not done Reader's that. Reader's Wives magazine. <laughs> 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 Knew that it gets you going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was banned in Ireland until 1995. Reader's Wives magazine was banned in Ireland until 1995. Hmm. I have a bit of an ethical dilemma here. But you have. I do, because if I say false, I could, for example, say that that's false because the magazine doesn't actually exist and I made it up. Um, but pretend that it's real, that would be the correct answer, but that would be giving away the fact that I made it up. So, what I am going to say is that there was quite extreme uh, censorship, wasn't there, in Ireland? Yeah. And I would imagine that no naughty magazines were available in Ireland before 1995, so I'm going to kind of say a tentative truth. <laughs> God, you've got a funny day going around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hated to go back to last week, but it was Playboy <laughs> that was banned in Ireland in 1995. <laughs> back to me. <laughs> you could actually get Playboy TV, but you couldn't get the magazine, which was serious? banned. Uh, yeah, under censorship. <laughs> under censorship laws. Good old Ireland, huh? 
<laughs> how, how things have changed. <laughs> how things have changed. And we're going straight on to question number two. Yeah, I'm but just before back. I say yeah. that, um, Ireland is now one of the biggest viewers of Pornhub in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, speaking about Ireland, though, in the summer of 2007, it rained in Ireland for 40 days straight. Could you believe that, Jimmy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and technically, <laughs> it's an offence to be drunk in public in Ireland. Regulations uh, a couple of years ago, Jimmy, allowed the police to issue spot fines for anyone caught drunk in a public place. Is that Do right? you also believe that, yeah? No, I couldn't believe that because I remember many years ago seeing a drunken police officer in uniform in Ireland. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> and he had, about, he had about five or six pints and then got in his car and drove off. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play to him. It's changed. About, speaking about my beloved Ireland, more Guinness is sold in Nigeria than Ireland. Fact, Ireland is the third largest market for Guinness. Nigeria mm. is, is second out there. In a minute, Britain is first. Did you know that, Jimmy? It doesn't surprise me. But it's, it's not necessarily per head, is it? It's per litre. So the UK has a much bigger population than Ireland, and so does Nigeria as well. Mm. But I still think that more people would drink Guinness on a regular basis in Ireland. If you were to take you know, the mm. 10 people, for example, I think you'd have a much higher number out of 10 that drink Guinness. Oh, God bless the lads in Nigeria. They love the black stuff. <laughs> they do, yes. <laughs> Moving along quickly, Jimmy. Three today, boy. <laughs> ben Kingsley, uh-huh. who played intimidating psychopathic gangster Don Gandhi. Gordon. Oh, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> ben Kingsley, who played the manipulating, intimidating Go away from around me with Don Rogan in the 2000 flick Sexy Beast Jimmy based his performance as Logan in part upon his brother Thomas. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I've never heard of the film. Uh, I don't know if he even has a brother called Thomas. And I've got two right already, so I think I'm just gonna. I'm just going to say true. Mm, false. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> the other two are easy. <laughs> upon, his late, upon his late grandmother. Oh, God. <laughs> Belting film Jimster. All right, one of okay. those flicks, if it pops up on TV, Jimmy, you won't switch it over. It's mm-hmm. one of those you can watch over and over. Easy on the eye and a laugh per minute. Fantastic cast, Jimmy. Ian McShane... Ray Winstone and Ben Kinsley. To go from Gandhi to Don, that man's acting is unequal, Jimmy. In Sexy yeah. Beast, he was menacing. He got on my nerves. I suppose, Jimmy, that was the whole point. Mm-hmm. Peaches. Peaches by the Stranglers, Jimmy, at the start of the movie. Come on, Jimmy. Oh, really? How pivotal was that? I can still hear it, Jimmy, in my head. Strolling along, minding my own business. Uh-huh. There goes a girl and a half. She's got me going up and down. She's got me going up and down. Walking on the beaches, looking at the peaches. 
I'm sure even an avid listener out there, I'm sure even Mark uh, Johnson, and I'm sure Jeff McGuire says, you can't believe you haven't seen this pivotal gangster British flick, Jimmy. A few of my favorite lines here from the movie. He touched my front bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a tenner. Have you changed at a 20? Now, Ray Winston, Jimmy, who played Gal, G-A-L, mm-hmm. said to Don, was played by Tinsley, do you want to have a look around at my new villa? Don said, yeah, I will in a minute when I have a piss. <laughs> now, and incidentally, Jimmy, he did piss all over his bathroom floor, the dirty, disgusting bollocks later on in the movie. Now, with my favorite, Don... Why? Why did he do that? <laughs> Jimmy, you need to watch that movie and you'll know exactly okay. why. Because he's a dirtbag. Right. Of the lowest of the lowest. But my favorite Don to Gal was, you're revolting. Look at your suntan. Leather. Your skin. You could make a suitcase. You're a bit of a crocodile. Fat fucking crocodile, God. Fucking stay of you. Should fucking be ashamed of yourself, Gal. I'm not sure if I need to watch it now. Summary. Jimmy, it's one of those movies. Five stars for me. Mm-hmm. Incredible cast. All right. And oh, just to see Kingsley, but Ray Winston, great part in it, and oh, he's Ian always good. Mac Shane. Oh great yeah, it, he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. He might sexy. Hmm. Okay. Now, uh, yeah. So how did I do? Two out of one. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> two out of three. Well, I don't. Two out of three ain't bad, as they say. Now, um, I was uh, speaking to Aaron before, and he said that you're doing something very exciting tomorrow, Ray. I think he said uh, it sounded a bit odd to me, but I think he said that you were going to mount a Negro. Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> this family show has gone hell. <laughs> well, what was it he said? I think you meant to say Monte Negro. Oh, okay. Okay, I got one. Uh, it's on the border, right. Jimmy. I think one and a half hour flight. Mm-hmm. Our difference is one hour. Really looking forward to this. A lot of good vibes coming back on Monte Negro. Uh, and mm-hmm. as you know, we're just back from uh, Ireland uh, over a month. And mm-hmm. Aaron says, Come on, Dad. We're always going down south, Bodrum, Fethiye, Antalya, blah, blah, blah. Let's keep moving outside Turkey. Good skills mm-hmm. there. So it's on to Montenegro we go. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I've, I've never been there, but my sister was there uh, this summer, and she said it was absolutely beautiful. I've, I've been to mm-hmm. a few other former Yugoslav countries. I've been to Croatia, which is also beautiful, Serbia, Slovenia. Um, yeah, so that's that's on the bucket list one day, right? Yeah, I'll fill you in. Fill in next week how I got on, okay? Yeah, have you got your sunscreen? Yeah, SPF 50, Jimmy. Yeah, you'll need that. All for the love of ginger. Mm hmm, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You better apply that to your bollocks if you're going on one of those nudie beaches (laughs) that you like. (laughs) I know what I'll apply to you. Here, walk into this, my fist, Jimmy. I haven't the energy to hate you. (laughs) Come over here. 
walk into a car <laughs> before I forget, actually. <laughs> and I have a blister, a Turkish one, Jimmy. We have lots and lots of Turkish blisters. But every Friday morning in Istanbul on Spotify, Zeynep Yamor Bozoflu. Every single episode, Jimmy, she's listened to. And I found out this last Wednesday when I was upstairs in our local juicer, James Joyce, mm-hmm. the uh, terrace bar, Jimmy. And I was catching a few rays and partaking in scoops of black milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Our lovely uh, Zeynep Yama, she works at the main bar downstairs, but does, uh, yeah. of late she's working upstairs in the terrace. Okay. I didn't and know she, that. I, I'm yeah. really, really pleased to hear that. Thanks an awful lot, Zeynep. Mm. Yeah, but uh, also, Jimmy, she told me that before she comes to work at the bar, she usually comes in around 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock mm. in the afternoon. She was having a late breakfast in Jihangir, which is a troll stone away from James Joyce, maybe a five-minute walk. And she was having a late breakfast, and she was laughing her head off to one of our shows. And there was a foreign lady opposite her, and she says, what are you laughing at? And Dana went on, and she shared the show. She says, it's Black Milkshake. Uh, two expats living in Istanbul, and she shared the link. So, good skills. Good skills, it? indeed. Good yeah, skills, indeed. That's yeah, what yeah, we want, isn't it? We've had a few yeah. reports of that, haven't we? People bursting out laughing in public places. Well, yeah, Pauline Weir. Pauline, yeah. Paul Egan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's great to hear, Jimmy. You know, I mean, so we must be doing something. <laughs> we must be doing something right. Yeah, we must be. Yep. Well, I tell you, it, it's been a while, Ray, hasn't it, since we've been to uh, to Licky Yes, and, uh, it has. I, I think last time uh, Norma was uh, was trying it on with um, the the blowing, if you remember. And yeah. uh, I think I think we're going to go and see how uh, she's getting on in her love life right now. Okay, let's go right over there, Shakers. Betty, have you seen this in the Daily Mile? A woman on that village secrets on the telly found love at 63. Apparently a sex life is amazing. I could do that. It's just what I need to finally find a man. No, my dear. I'm not sure if that's quite the right path. Nonsense. I'll show those TV folks what a catch I am. I'm a hell of a lot younger and prettier than that fat cow. Yes, Norma. Uh, When do you turn 63? Next February, Betty. But it's the principle. I'm young at heart, you see, and I can still turn heads. But sometimes it's more the things you say than how you look. Oh, fiddlesticks. I'll charm the wife fronts off them, and we might even get some tourists to Licky End. This shop in your cafe could be booming, as long as they leave pretty damn quick and don't try to buy any of those new houses. I'll write a letter to them today. I quite fancy that Matthew who presents it, you know. Hello, we're here to film a segment of Village Secrets. Is Norma here? That's me, love. Ready for my close-up? Fantastic. I'm CJ. This is Matthew, who presents the show. I'm sure you recognise him. Hello, Matthew. I don't believe it. I'm gushing. I'll set up the camera, and we'll just touch up your makeup. What do you mean? I can do my own makeup, thank you very or much. Or tone down. I hardly wear it anyway. That wet lip gloss just looks a little bit too much. Maybe we'll remove some of that heavier foundation to make your skin work better with the light. Well, I've never been so insulted in my life. Norma, take it easy. 
they're the experts. Just enjoy the experience, love. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that. You're right, Betty. Norma's lived in this village all her life, and her parents were the founders of Licky End, and she run the local shop. I'm the proprietor of this shop. A real piece of local history. Do you mind if we look around? Oh, no, not at all. What's this? An old photo album? Oh, that? Um, just family pictures, you know. Uh, no need to look. Is this your father doing military drills? What a handsome chap, such lustrous blonde hair. Yes, that was taken in 1935. So he fought in the war, did he? Uh, yes. You don't need to look at the rest of the pictures, uh, whatever your name is. I'm sorry. I've just knocked over some of those old books. Wait a minute. What's this hidden compartment in the shelf? Oh, uh, just some uh, old uh, family recipes. Uh, yes, that's it, family recipes. <laughs> oh, there's no letter here. Let's see what it says. It's, it's written in German, isn't it? Uh, yes, I, I think so. How did that get here? I don't know. I don't speak German, unfortunately. Yes, you do. Shh, Betty. Says it's from a Dr. Heinrich Gross. Oh, that's just a piece of village history. He was one of the scientists, weren't he, Norma? Be quiet, Betty. Sorry about that, Matthew. We did have a small German community here after the war, but they fully integrated. Not like those bloody Bulgarians in the flats. You know. Norma, you can't say that about Bulgarians. Cut that, CJ. Well, it's true. Stand by. Camera rolling. <laughs> well, you certainly have a lot of history here, Norma. Thank you. I'm proud of Licky End, and I like to preserve the past, but also move with the future. I think that's the good thing about being single in your early 50s. You've got your experience and still got that lust for life. Norma, don't forget, we're mainly here to delve into local history. Can you tell us what's on that fatal insignia on the Hessian sack? Okay, you've pride enough. This isn't a joke. You've got no right to dig into my past and exploit it. We're just doing our job, Norma. It's a show about filling secrets. Your job? Well, I've had enough. I don't want to do this stupid show. Get out of my shop now. Norma, we're sorry if we upset you. Just let us clean up and we'll leave. Matthew, uh, I, I didn't mean to be hasty before, but I, I don't suppose you'd like to meet up for a drink later, would you? Probably best not to. Then get out of my shop. I don't need them or anyone else prying into my life. My secrets are mine, and I'll keep them hidden. Well, you didn't keep your cleavage exactly hidden, did you? No, I suppose not, Betty. That Matthew got a good eyeful, though, I saw him. I knew he was up for it, though, if that lesbian camera woman hadn't kept sticking a beak in. There are more fish in the sea, Norma. <laughs> I no, I love this, Jimmy. I don't believe it. I'm gushing. <laughs> yes. I've never yes. heard that word. Gushing. Gushing. Yeah. Gushing means when you're kind of in awe of somebody and you're fawning all over them and you're saying, oh, you're so wonderful, you make me feel great. Ooh. But water gushes as well, so there might just be a little reference to... Uh, moisture but if, i don't know if you uh, i don't know if you worked out what the insignia was on that hessian sack um but somebody once showed me in a german bar um a potato sack 
mm. made of hessian from uh, the 1930s with a certain kind of insignia on it, which possibly was what inspired Norma. And they're illegal, you know, if you get caught with one of those in Germany or mm -hmm. anything with a swastika on it, anything that glorifies Nazism, it's a criminal offence. So, I mean, I, I wasn't even sure when I got shown this bag if it was legal for me to see it, but a guy just got it out in a pub and showed it to me. And he, he was uh, Croatian, actually. Really? Uh, but he, yeah, he was, yeah. God, he was a weird guy. A really, really weird guy. He, he used to... He had two ambitions when he was a kid. <laughs> and one was to be an undertaker. And Ooh. the other one was to be a pornographer. He did have a job as a freelance photographer. Um, but he also... he For his car, he actually bought a second-hand hearse. And yeah. um, it, it, so he was driving around in this hearse, but he had an upside down cross hanging off, <laughs> hanging off the, um, the rear view mirror. And mm. he had Nazi potato sacks in the back <laughs> of the car. He was mad, absolutely mad. Uh, God, he was, he was a lunatic. He really was. Anyway. Gushin, gushin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Matthew got a good eyeful. <laughs> but she wasn't impressed, Jimmy, with mm -hmm. Izzy on the camera. <laughs> no, she wasn't, was she? <laughs> oh, was she? <laughs> yeah, of course we got uh, Joan O'Rourke there, who did uh, did two of the voices, which was fantastic. Brilliant, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, Jamie did a good job as well. Yeah, a lovely lady, indeed. Lovely lady, great-looking girl. Yes, she isn't is. she just? She is. Yeah, she's lovely. I was looking at a few photos on YouTube. Not I bet you are uh, on Facebook. <laughs> 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 fine looking woman uh -huh. that's all I can say yep scrolling with one hand <laughs> excuse me <laughs> I was multitasking Bob <laughs> both hands <laughs> G'day possums, this is Dame Midner Everidge speaking from Wagga Wagga in Australia. I love to follow Ray and Yorma on Facebook. Don't worry about punctuation and capital letters. Just type Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast Darlings without writing the darlings. By the way, please tell a friend to listen on Spotify and Apple. Follow the boys darlings, your podcast needs you. Bye, possums. Black Milkshake, best posts of the week. Post of the week, Shakers, comes in from Lynn Price in Coventry, England. Hi, Lynn. This English bloke is heading up the motorway with a van load of monkeys. He's going to the zoo. But the van breaks down. But who is coming behind him in an empty van but good old Patrick? The English bloke flagged him down and says, Hey, look here, if I give you this 50 quid, would you bring these to the zoo for me? Patrick says, Not a bother, pal. Load them up to feck. He loaded them up and headed off. Two hours later, the Englishman was waiting for the AA service to come out and lo and behold, but who did he see coming down the far side of the motorway but our hero? Well, hey, old Patrick and the load of monkeys. He flagged him in and says, hey, didn't I give you 50 quid earlier to bring them to the zoo for me? Patrick says, 
Oh, hey, you did, pal. But I have a few quid left over, so we're off to the cinema now. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, the English bloke was going ape. <laughs> but Patrick was giving it some. Right, that's all, folks. Next week, we're going to be rushing around, giving you the latest updates on how Valdemir Pochin dealt with Eugene Pierogi. And Hansi will be back with your monthly horoscopes. And we'll have a lost in translation story from a German about a close shave he had in an American gay bar. Oh, of all places. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you, as always, for your support, Shakers. Seriously, we are in desperate need of Lost in Translation stories. Please, please send us your funny stories. And we'll also put reminders out this week on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you would, please. Uh, if any of you have ever been abroad and you've tried to explain something or you've misunderstood something and, it, and it's gone wrong, just tell us your stories, please. We love to read them out. We love to share them. And... Uh, we don't want to have to make them up. You know, we've had a few good ones in the last few weeks, but uh, we had a good one from Craig Roach. We had a good one from Harry Reid. And I think this one next week will be quite good as well. And it's quite interesting getting one for uh, somebody who's not an English speaker who made a big mistake in English. Uh, yes, yeah, so there we go. Uh, also, please follow Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast on Facebook. Give us a top review on Apple and give us five stars on Spotify. But most importantly, and this is the big one, can you share this link that you're listening on right now so that more people can hear about us? Special thanks to Morgan Freeman, Aaron McAndrew, Joan O'Rourke, Marie Whitaker. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just say that. Oh, sorry. I just made a right bit of that. <laughs> Jamie T. Murphy, Jimmy. I always get those two confused. <laughs> Jamie T. Murphy. Okay, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> James Bell's Irish Pop, Grow Radio UK, and of course, Amy McAndrew. See you all next week, Shakers. Good skills. Good skills. Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormer Co. and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023